1: This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Thursday, the 27th of January. I'm Emily Wither. And I'm Emily Ferrier. In the United States, there's a battle brewing for control of the Supreme Court. Still make a lasting impact, regardless of whether it changes the makeup of court or not. And
0: Prince Andrew asks for a jury trial as he continues to deny sexual assault claims.
1: The idea that he's going to stand trial in America for this is extraordinary.
0: The Times Daily World Briefing.
1: A decision looms in the United States that may influence lawmaking for decades. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer may retire this summer, paving the way for Democrats to nominate his replacement with their razor-thin Senate majority. But the chamber's top Republican, Mitch McConnell, has made clear he would block any Biden nominations to the court if his party regains the majority. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Biden will honour his presidential election campaign pledge to nominate a black woman to fill any Supreme Court vacancy.
0: Well, I've commented on this previously. The president has uh, stated and reiterated his commitment to nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court and certainly uh, stands by that. Um, For today, again, uh, I'm just not going to uh, be able to say anything about uh, any specifics until, of course, uh, Justice Breyer makes any uh, announcement should he decide to make an announcement.
1: Neither the White House nor the Supreme Court confirmed Breyer's retirement plans, Professor Caprice Roberts, visiting professor of law at the George Washington University Law School, told Times Radio Biden has pressure to fulfill his promise— but may have difficulty.
0: You can bet inside the White House, they've been vetting for a while. So I assume uh, that they will um, potentially come through with that promise but it's not like there are a ton of people to choose from because at least for the traditional path, you'd look for people that have been, uh, let's say, on a federal court of appeals. That would be the nicest way because you know there's already been a vote for their nomination in the past and confirmation process. Um, so that list, if it goes for traditional, there, there aren't as many as you might expect to choose from.
1: The Senate's filibuster rule that requires 60 of the 100 members to agree to advance most legislation doesn't apply to judicial nominations, meaning Democrats could confirm a Biden pick with just their 50 members and Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote. U.S. political commentator Bethany Bora told Times Radio that even though the appointment won't shift the court's conservative majority, this justice may still have historical significance.
0: Historically, we see, though, that the dissenters in a lot of these cases actually are the ones that history looks back on and remembers more Mm. than the ones that were in a majority. So it won't necessarily change the makeup of the court as it stands today. But in the future, people who look back at this court could look at this nominee and this potential justice and see decisions that they made or disagreed with and it could still make a lasting impact regardless of whether it changes the makeup of the court or not.
1: According to US media, Breyer and Biden are scheduled to make a public appearance on Thursday where the justice is set to formally announce his retirement.
0: From the logistics of the law to an actual courtroom case, the Queen of England's son, Prince Andrew, has demanded a jury trial in the civil sexual assault case against him by Virginia Giuffre. Giuffre alleges that the Duke of York sexually assaulted her in three locations between 2000 and 2002 when she was being trafficked by convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. The Duke has always strenuously denied the allegations. Court documents filed in New York yesterday stated that he wanted a trial by jury. Lisa Bloom, an attorney who has represented eight Jeffrey Epstein victims, gave her thoughts on the announcement to Times Radio.
1: This is really meaningless that he's asking for a trial by jury, and that's because Virginia, in her complaint which started the case, asked for a trial by jury. If one party asks for it, there is going to be a trial because people have a constitutional right to a trial by jury. So she's already put it in writing. She's already asked for it. It's going to happen. And so him putting that in his answer, I think is just a PR move.
0: Sarah Baxter, writer of American Diary for the Sunday Times of London, says she's surprised at the move by Prince Andrew.
1: To have a royal charged with um, the level of sexual abuse that Virginia Giuffre has claimed Uh, The idea that he's going to stand trial in America for this is extraordinary. And yet at the same time, it might be a tactic to pressure Dufry and her lawyers into accepting a settlement. Who knows? But it's a very, very aggressive posture by Prince Andrew. But
0: LA reporter KJ Matthew told Times Radio, this is often a tactic used to try to get sexual assault cases dropped in America. It is very hard for a victim like that to come forward and to be able to recount all the things that she's alleging were done to her. And she will have to answer to all of those, all the details, and be able to tell her story, but also answer the questions that his attorneys will levy at her. It'll be very, very difficult. And sometimes, especially here in the U.S., you will see people drop a case because they just don't want to undergo all that pressure. On the way. China makes changes to testing rules to help lower the number of people infected. And a long-running scary
1: movie franchise draws to a close.
0: The Times Daily World Briefing.
1: In France, rainbow flags and joyful cheers of love have filled some streets in the country. A new law has been passed criminalising the use of conversion therapy, an extremely controversial method which people used in an attempt to stop or suppress someone from being homosexual or wanting to change gender. There are still a number of countries that still allow the process to take place, but in France that's no longer the case. After the measure was passed unanimously by the National Assembly, 142 votes to zero. Anyone who tries to carry out the so-called therapy risks a fine of 30,000 euros and two years in jail. The bill will take force in the next 14 days.
0: The row between NATO and Russia over Ukraine is beginning to sound like a bickering couple, just ones with nuclear weapons. It's over whether Ukraine could join NATO. Russia says never, never, never. NATO says we can do what we like. Then, there's a row over whether NATO should boost its troops near Russia's borders. The Russians say NATO has lost touch with reality. NATO says there's no reason for Russia to pull out of the next session of couples therapy. It's a lot of back and forth, and one that is dominating media outlets all over the world. But what is the perspective of those in Russia? Anna Arutanyan is a journalist in Moscow and a former news editor of the Moscow News only 4% of Russians, according to a December poll, um, really blame Russia for this. There's an overwhelming majority that tend to see this as a conflict that was largely uh, created by the West. Now, that's in line with the government position very, very much. Um, But given that I'm not seeing a lot of domestic propaganda at this time, that points to more or less genuine sentiments, genuine ideas about where this is coming from. Russia has demanded that NATO rule out the possibility of Ukraine and other countries ever joining the alliance, a demand that the U.S. has rejected. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken issued Russia a written response to a set of security demands being made by Moscow and urged Russia to choose this diplomatic path forward. He's also urging U.S. citizens in Ukraine to seriously consider leaving the country. Blinken says what happens next? is up to Russia's response. Right now, the uh, document is with them, and the ball is in their court. We'll see what we do. As I've said repeatedly, whether they choose the path of diplomacy and dialogue, whether they decide to renew aggression against Ukraine, we're prepared either way. The Times Daily World Briefing, sport.
1: Some controversial comments made by the FIFA president have caused tension. For more on this, here's Kane Reeves. The president of world football's governing body has been criticised for comments made about migrants. Gianni Infantino said he believes holding the World Cup every two years would reduce the number of African migrant deaths. Infantino made the comments at a European Parliamentary Assembly. He said FIFA needs to give hope to Africans so they don't need to cross the Mediterranean in order to find maybe a better life, but more probably death in the sea. The anti-racism organisation Kick It Out have expressed their surprise at the FIFA president's comments. Chief Executive Tony Burnett called them clumsy and uneducated. If FIFA wanted to, uh, to, to to support underprivileged groups and underrepresented groups through a charitable fund, they would do that. They're, they're a multi-billion pound organisation and the notion that they're doing it through through a World Cup is, is just bizarre. More than 23,000 people are missing as a result of attempts to cross the Mediterranean, according to data gathered by the Missing Migrants Project. Infantino later said his comments were misinterpreted. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment.
0: For decades, Michael Myers has haunted Haddonfield, Illinois. And this year, it all comes to an end. Filming has begun for the final installment of the Halloween franchise, a film series that started back in 1978. Jamie Lee Curtis shared a snap of her and her Halloween Ends co-stars, Kylie Richards and Andy Matichek, on set of the final film on Wednesday. Curtis said the reunion was nostalgic but it's nostalgia based on trauma. The 13th and final film is scheduled for release, fittingly, this coming Halloween season.
1: And finally, just like something out of the amazing Spider-Man film, US scientists have managed to literally regrow frog's legs, a breakthrough they hope to eventually use to regrow human limbs. The limbs were created
0: using a cocktail of five drugs and a silk and silicone bioreactor dome
1: and took 18 months to reform. It's thought the frogs have the same sensitivity and use in the new legs as the old ones, as the experiment saw them stand on, swim and push off walls with the regrown limbs. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 27th of January.
0: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.